1: Hello and welcome to the Arrowhead Pride podcast we call From the Podium, where you get to hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. The Chiefs recently had some free agency acquisitions, and you'll get to hear from some of them today. First up, you'll hear from defensive tackle Jaron Reed, who came over to the Chiefs from the Seahawks, and then tight end Blake Bell, who makes his return to Kansas City after a year spent with the Dallas Cowboys. But let's get into it. First up, here is the new defensive tackle of your Kansas City Chiefs,
2: Jaron Reed. Hey, guys. Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to thank you and Chief Nation for having me here. Um, I'm happy to be here. It's a great opportunity and I'm um, ready to get started.
3: Let's go first to Adam Teicher of ESPN. Go ahead, Adam.
4: Hey, Jaron. Uh, welcome to Kansas City. Yeah. Um you were thought of as mostly a run stopper when you came out for the uh, draft a few years ago, what did you do to work on your pass rush game um, or, or did you, did it just come naturally? And Brad, I'll have a, a follow-up as well.
2: Um, you know, uh, well, I've challenged myself in practice every day and uh, my coach um, Clint hurt challenged me as well every day to um, just continue to get better. Um, I watched Michael Bennett, um, Cliff Averill, You know, those type of guys who excelled in the pass rush game. And I took bits and and pieces and um, worked every day in practice. And I just continued to work to get better. And um, it started paying off for me on the football field.
4: Okay. And uh, you're back with Frank Clark again, obviously. And you're playing with Chris Jones for the first time. What do you think you guys are capable of in the pass rush part of it?
2: Um, Well, you know, those guys put a staple in this league. And I'll put a staple on this team as well. And um, I'm just coming in, joining those guys, and I'm um, doing what I can. And, um, you know, I'm going to do my best, be the best me I can be, you know, follow those guys. You know, this got guy, um, those guys' team, I'm there leading this team. And um, the goal is to come in and wreck havoc, you know, and just play some good football, man, some good old school football. Let's
3: go next to Herbie Teope with the star. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Jaron, uh, to echo Adam, welcome to Kansas City, man. Thank
1: you, Thank You you. Uh, you mentioned uh, Frank Clark and Chris Jones there. How much did they play a role in the recruitment process for you to sign here?
2: Uh, of course, a huge part, you know, um, but there was a uh, mutual interest in both parties. And um, Frank was actually one of the guys I hit up first. And I was like, is there any room for me there? You know, I was just trying to be a good addition to a great team. And, um yeah and uh it happened got the ball rolling uh, we let everything play itself out and you know the chiefs were really interested and um i was really interested and um it all worked out for the better and um we're here and you know we're ready to unleash let's
3: go next to nate taylor with the athletic go ahead nate
2: hey jerry welcome to kansas city how are you yeah how you doing doing well man um I wanted to ask you about uh, your last season in Seattle with Frank before he made
5: the move to Kansas City. Uh, it was your career year in sacks and his career year in sacks playing alongside one you know each other. Just what did you feel like worked that season for the two of you? And how much are you looking forward to trying to recreate that here this upcoming season?
2: Um, you know, it was the chemistry we had. Um, just, you know, being around each other every day. You know, it was our whole line, you know, our whole defensive line that year. We We had some great chemistry. And, you know, just being around these guys, being in the building today, um, they have that here. And um, that's the formula, you know, because uh, you're a family, we go out that football field. Um, That's how we're going to try to bring it. That's how we're going to try to keep the same way. And, you know, once again, you know, I'm joining these guys. You know, they have their own thing already. You know, they put a staple in this, this organization. And I'm just coming in, I'm joining in, do what I can do. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, we're going to go out there and try to make plays, you know, for each other and bring that same type of chemistry.
3: Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt.
1: Hey, welcome to Kansas City. Good to meet you.
2: Hey,
1: thank you. Um, you know, I'm curious, over the last couple of days, how much of a chance have you had to talk to Steve Spagnolo and, and Brendan Daly about what your role in Kansas City might be? And and how do you specifically feel like you fit into this defensive line with the guys that are going to be playing around you?
2: Um, yeah, so... Uh, I talked with Coach Spaz and Coach Daly um, a few days ago, especially during the process. And, um, you know, kind of be used the same way I was in Seattle. You know, wherever the team needs me to play, you know, I'll be there to play it. Um, I'm coming in, joining these guys' organization once again. And, um, yeah, it's it's, it's exciting, you know, ready to see you know, what's going to be drawn up, you know, where I'm going to be at, you know, whatever they need me to play, wherever they need me to do, I'm going to do it.
3: Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete.
1: Hey, Jaron, echoing everyone, welcome to Kansas City. I wanted to follow up on Frank Clark and the recruitment just as much as you can um, and, and willing to. What were some of those conversations like where he was like, you know, let's do this for this year in KC?
2: Um, yeah, it wasn't so much a let's Dude, this is like, yeah, you need to come on, <laughs> you know, um, it, you got to think about it. You know, they already have a great group of rushers. And um, if you could add in anybody that can help, you know, anywhere I can help, you know, that's that's. You know, just bring it in. as so what has to be done. And um, those are basically just the conversation. You know, that's my guy. So we talk all the time. You know, we always joked about it, but it actually really happened in reality. So <laughs> now we're here. You um, know, ready to go, ready to show Chiefs Nation what I got. You know, what we can do together as a unit. Let's
6: go next to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Uh, and, Brad, I'll have one quick follow-up, too. Uh, Jaron, uh, first of all, can you just detail why Kansas City, like maybe what, what you were weighing beyond? Obviously, you've talked about Frank Clark, right? You've got a, yeah. got a hook there. But uh, what about the Chiefs organization, uh, you know, impressed you, and why Kansas City?
2: Um, to me, um, especially when Seahawks released me, uh, it wasn't about money. It wasn't about the money. Um, I wanted to be on a contender team and a chance to win a championship and a chance to go play in the Super Bowl. And, um, you know just the the family the family vibes you know that's around the building the team that they have the way that they work um is great you uh, know it attracts players and then, and then it attracted me as well excuse me and um you know i just want to be somewhere that I was going that I was going to have a chance to play for a championship have a chance to play for a super bowl ring cuz you know we all play football you know to provide for our families you know but at the same time you know, the game is to get a ring, you know, not just to keep playing for regular seasons, is to keep playing after the regular season is done. And um that's been done here for a number of years. And um, hopefully, you know, we can do it again. And and then as far as signing for one year,
6: I know that's going around. I think we're all aware about the TV deal and there's the hope. And, and of course, the, the cap coming down after COVID and everything. So that there'll be more money in the future, that, that part of the equation there. But can you take us through, you know, you maybe could have stayed out there and, and worked on a multi-year deal, right? Maybe gotten more guaranteed money, had a little bit more security. You just walk through kind of your thoughts, and you're kind of, a you know, our first chance to talk to one of the guys that signed one of these one-year deals. I'm, I'm assuming you could have gotten a multi-year deal, maybe somewhere else, but you didn't choose it. Why?
2: Um, you know, that was going to be hard, especially in this market, you know, with everything COVID happening. So, you know, control what you can, and that's what, you know, I go by. That's what a lot of people go by. You know, I was trying to control the situation I can. You know, Um, Seattle and myself, you know, we came to an agreement that, you know, there wasn't going to be a long-term deal in the the near future. And so, you know, it was just, you know, we were mutually parted ways. And uh, it eventually landed me to be here, you know. And everything happens for a reason. Uh, I'm on a great team. I'm coming in just trying to join these guys and do what I can.
3: We'll take two more. We'll go Darren and then Sam. Go ahead, Darren.
4: Uh, Jared, welcome to Kansas City. Like everyone else said, just just a little following up on kind of what surrender we're talking about. The defense that you came from uh, in Seattle, you played with Bobby Wagner. This past year, you played with Jamal Adams. So, you, I mean, you come from a, a great line of defense and a defensive coach, such as uh, such as Pete Carroll. What are your expectations? I know we're looking at it here, but how would you compare the defenses uh, that you're coming into versus what you what you left, and then also. Are you um, are you physically and mentally pr- preparing yourself for a 17 game season this year?
2: Um, well, I'm gonna start with the 17 game question. Uh, you know, that, it's football. You know, uh, we can, we have no choice but to play it now. You know, we got to put our hard hats on and go to work. Plain and simple. And um, as far as you know, Seattle was a great defense. I was a part of a great defense. Um, it took us a minute to gel together, but eventually, you know, as the season went on, we gotten better. And um, this has been a great defense, you know, great players all around this defense. And, um, you know, certain similarities and, you know, ready to get in, you know, just do, play my part, do what I can. And um, they're both great defenses. Yeah.
3: And we'll go last to Sam McDowell.
2: Go ahead, Sam.
6: Hey, Brad, I'll have one quick follow-up too. Jaron, um, welcome to Kansas City. Uh, I'm wondering um, from your perspective, you know, we saw here in Kansas City, Chris Jones get double teamed a lot and a lot of attention From a guy who plays that position first of all how difficult is it to make an impact when you're seeing constant double teams and how much do you feel like you can alleviate some of that attention that he gets
2: oh yeah um for the most part you know playing inside you know it's a you get a lot of attention and um i experienced that with my time in seattle and um you know i'm here to you know relieve some of those double teams and i'm pretty sure we want to (laughs) relieve some of them from each other you know and uh i think that's gonna be a good thing for us and um you know because you got to figure out some way to block everybody. And, you know, it's going to be a great thing, you know, get some pressure off of him and get some pressure off of myself so we can help each other make plays.
6: The second thing I wanted to ask you is you mentioned that it's more about chasing a ring as opposed to the money. Was there a certain point in your career where you arrived at that stance?
2: Yes, I mean, you know, as you grow and you grow in a league and you grow to learn, you it's it's more to it. You know, you can't be greedy. You know, you can't, you know, we're going to keep putting your hand in a cookie jar because you want to build a great team. And so to do that, sometimes you got to leave something on the table. You know, everybody has diff- different philosophies of what they go by, you know, but, you know, I just want to be on a good team, a great team, excuse me, great team. And um, that's why I want to be a part of So, you know, for me, sometimes, you know, you had to bite the apple. And um, I'm ready for it. I embraced it and I'm ready to go. And I'm blessed and I'm thankful to be here.
3: Yeah, and we appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: You just heard from Jaron Reed, and now we continue on with Blake Bell. Hey, Blake. Welcome back to Kansas City. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. It's good to be back. Yeah. Hey, um, you're widely regarded as one of the top blocking tight ends in the league. Uh, you, you, you rank high, you score high consistently amongst all the analytics sites. What goes into the mentality to be a blocking tight end? And I'll have another question after this. Yeah,
5: I think it's just, man, I've, I've gotten better each and every day. Um you know, going into year seven, I've had some great coaches, you know, and then that's starting with, um, you know, Tony Sperano and, and San Francisco and and been all over the place. And then obviously with um, Coach Melvin's done a great job. And then with Travis in there, man, I've, I've learned so much in that that 2019 season. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to getting back out there and, and grinding away too.
1: The second question, since you mentioned Travis, obviously you were the Cowboys last year, but when you look back at what, Travis was able to accomplish last year as a receiver. What were your thoughts as you were watching him set all these records?
5: I mean, it's incredible, man. I mean, I, I wasn't surprised at all just because being in the room with him, just the way he competes, the way he works every single day, uh, is no surprise to me, man. I mean, that guy is, is the best tight end in the league, and, and I can't wait to get back in the room with him.
3: Let's go next to Matt McMullen. Go ahead, Matt.
4: Hey, Blake. Uh, welcome back, man. Um, What's my, going on, man? My question is pretty simple. Just why did you want to come back?
5: You know, man, the, with the free agency stuff and and just how crazy everything is, you know, you just you just never know what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, my agent talked to the front office of the Chiefs. And and once he said that, it was a it was a no brainer, man. I wanted to get back. Great front office, great coaches, great fan base. And, uh, you know, with my uncle playing there and just growing up a Chiefs fan, it was it was a, a no brainer.
3: Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Blake,
1: welcome back. Um, now that you've been with a bunch of different organizations, you were here and obviously not last year and then came back. Um, just how does Andy Reid, in your eyes, playing for different head coaches, differentiate himself and maybe entice you to make a return?
5: You know, I think the biggest thing with Coach Reid is just the the people he puts around him, the coaches, the staff. Um, and then you can tell with the players, too. Just like I said, the locker room and how great it is. Um, you know, just being in different places, you really respect you know coming back and just knowing the guys in the locker room but you know like you're saying coach Reed he's unbelievable uh just a mastermind and and uh you know with coach B and I me and just like I said all the coaches over there on the offensive side uh that I deal with uh they're unbelievable man just teachers of the game and and just want to get you better as a player
3: looks like we got four more we'll start from the bottom and work work way up uh go ahead Darren
4: uh, Blake, welcome back to Kansas City. Just, you know, your time in Dallas, you got a chance to be around Dak Prescott. But coming back to Kansas City, uh, you you mentioned about Travis Kelsey and the competition and being there. What does Kelsey do that, that, that kind of motivates and pushes you to reach uh, new heights? And do you think you can push him this year to break his record that he said last year?
5: Hey, man, you know, every, every time that, you know, I, I step on a, a field or, you know, in the tight end room, you know, I'm just trying to help, you know, those guys get better. And, and Travis does the same thing, man. He, when I was there, he helped me every single day, whether it was, you know, top of routes or seeing coverages or, you know, even blocking. So, and, and I know that, man, I know my role and whatever my role is, uh, you know, I'm going to be there and try to help the team win. So uh, I know it's going to be a great room and, and you know, we're just going to get right in there just like we, just like we started it and uh, keep pushing, man.
6: Let's go next to Sarin Petro. Good ahead, Sarin. Uh, Blake, uh, I, I, listen, I know you're not going to say anything negative about any other place you've been, but you know, last year down in Dallas, there was a lot going on. There's a lot of conversation. Once Dak went down, what's his future? That's been swirling down there for three years. I, I'm just curious, how, how does that, you know, you, you mentioned Andy Reid and his style and the coaching staff. Things are pretty mellow here, even when there's been some off the field things. He does a pretty good job of calming it down, maybe to our chagrin, right, in the media uh, he, he, you know there's nothing you can attach to and maybe make a big deal out of but I, I'm I'm curious how you know you've been like you said a number of different places how having like a steady calm environment versus maybe all the stuff that was going on last year in Dallas is is you know much more conducive to playing winning football
5: well I will say that you know coach McCarthy came in there with with no OTAs and and you know very limited stuff and and I thought he did a great job man and and it was great locker room there as well and like you said, you know, injuries, sometimes that happens in the game and, and you got to kind of just battle through it and push through it. But, you know, like you said, I, I, I think with Coach Reed, uh, he's so great because he's the same guy every day. You know, you might have a bad day or a bad practice, but the next day, you know, he's going to be the same guy. And, you know, you're striving for the same goals and, and you're trying to win a championship. So that's why I respect him so much is, is like I said, he's just the, the same
3: guy every day. Let's go to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt.
1: Hey Blake, welcome back to KC again. Um, you know, last year the Chiefs, I mean, Andy Reid's always been a multiple tight end kind of guy, but they used a little bit of less 12 personnel last year. What is it about, you know, you feel like your skill set that suits you well to this offense? And and how does Andy and 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 Beanie and the offensive guys and the coaching staff really utilize that second tight end spot effectively?
5: Well, you know, just like I was saying, uh you know, it, it's 12 personnel is awesome. You know, obviously I love it because, you know, you get more tight ends out there. And, and you know, just like I said, with a guy like Travis, it, it is so good out there at, at everything that, you know, when I'm out there, I'm just trying to, to make the team better, man. And, and if my role is to block that six technique and, uh, you know, make that run spring for, for 50 yards or whatever it is, or to get the first down, then, then I love it. And that's why, you know, I'm pumped to come back to KC and, and whatever my role is, um, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability
3: we got two more, Adam Teicher and Nate Taylor. Uh, let's go to Adam first. Go ahead, Adam.
4: Hey, Blake, a couple things. Uh, first of all, what was it like to leave here just as the Chiefs had won a championship, but was that hard to kind of take yourself out of this situation? And, Brad, I'll have one follow-up as well.
5: You know, it was. Uh, it definitely was difficult uh, just with the ride and, and you know, just everything that happened after the end of that season, when the COVID hit and, you know, everything kind of slowed down a little bit, and like I said, I signed with the Cowboys, and everything was virtual, and so that that part was tough. Just trying to learn the offense and and kind of get back in the swing of things, but uh, I definitely was tough. But you know, that's why that's why I wanted to come back, and, and I'm I'm so happy to be back too. So,
4: all right, and how did you get your Super Bowl ring?
5: You know, I I actually saw uh, I saw a lot of guys when they did the ring ceremony, and mm-hmm. uh, they were doing Instagram live or sending videos, so. We got to see that, which which obviously Cam Irving was was over in Dallas with me too. So we were we were watching uh, watching it pretty good, and and uh, finally they sent it to me. So I I got it in the mail, and um, it's it's been pretty special, man. That's for sure.
3: And we'll go last to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate.
5: Hey Blake, welcome back. Good to see you, man. Um, is there anything that you feel like you could take from your first time with the Chiefs that you can translate uh, to this upcoming season that? leads you to believe that you could have an even better season than you did back in 2019 well I think it goes back to what I was saying too about the coaches man I mean the offensive coaching staff that they have over there is um, is unbelievable man and, and they're not gonna they're not gonna tell you anything that that's gonna lead you astray man so I think that's the the best part about them that you know they're they're gonna prepare you're gonna be prepared and uh, you know when you get to that game just just trust and listen to them and like I said when you got 15 back there and all the threats and, and Travis in the room. Um, it, it's going to be pretty special, man. So I'm just ready to get to work and um, and we'll start from there. Blake, we appreciate you taking the time to man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, sounds good. See you guys. Appreciate See it. See you.